0: big market dynamic during the pandemic and now post-pandemic, the insecurity of people with their employment, one source of income, and now looking for other ways to build wealth. You're not going to want to miss this. This is the Franchise Pitfalls and Profit Show. Each week, we bring you the challenges and triumphs of being in the franchise development and consulting business, the things you need to make money faster. And now your host, one of the most successful franchise developers in North America, Don Shin. Hey, welcome, Matt. I've got uh, Matt Genova from Naturals to go on with me. And this is a really, really unique show uh, because we're talking about the some of the really the dynamics of what happened during the pandemic and what we're seeing post-pandemic. And so Matt's been a seasoned veteran in franchising. Let me give Matt uh, some credit here. Uh, 30 years in the media industry, sales executive of ESPN, uh, left the corporate world. I love this. uh, Left the corporate world uh, about eight years ago, uh, decided to venture out on his own, Um, been a consultant, uh, been a business owner, been a franchise owner himself. Uh, Just like me, uh, the franchise he was with tapped him to also be an executive there, uh, which I love, I, I think that's brilliant of uh, franchisors at, to pick great people and pull them into their executive ranks. So, uh, so Matt's got that experience. He's got a couple of children. Recently moved to Florida, which I'm envious of, or at least not in June, and July, and August. And um, and we're fellow uh, fellow New Yorkers, which uh, I don't admit to that too much, but we're uh, we're fellow New Yorkers. So. Hey, Matt, thanks for investing some time with me and, and our audience today.
1: Oh, that's great to be here, Don. I've tracked your career over the years as well, so it's good to uh, to be here, to catch up. Um, and as you so aptly stated, uh, and as most people have now realized, I am from New York. Very <laughs> easy to tell.
0: I guess I should have just let them guess that one. Yeah, <laughs> it works all the time. Well, Matt's got a really interesting opportunity, and that's why I think he's, you know, for my audience, that's why I think Matt's got really has the expertise in in this space for what we've really been seeing for uh, a good uh, three or four years. So I'm going to shut up and let Matt talk for a little bit. But we want to talk about what's going on in the marketplace, this this discomfort level, uh, insecurity today. Uh, with many many people and their employers. Uh, they just started to realize that oh my gosh uh, you know they used to think jobs were so safe and um, found out in the last few years that uh, you know having only one source of income is is not that safe and and in fact is is quite uh, uh, quite uh, quite a risk really. So Matt, let me I'll, I'll just shut up for a couple of minutes. your thoughts on this what are you seeing in the marketplace? Uh, around this, around this dynamic that's been, that we've been seeing.
1: Right. Don, that's a, it's an interesting setup because, you know, being in this space since uh, 2015, I've gone from the days of hearing, um, I'm either out on the street looking for my next opportunity, or I am sick of what I'm doing. I need a change and I need to transition. What can I do? To now, my conversations every day are things like I need an additional source of income. Uh, I need to diversify my income. Uh, I need a potential plan B if things don't work out almost like an insurance plan Um, that has been dominating the conversation more so. So people wanting to hang on to what they do potentially for as long as they possibly can but also know that they have other things that are driving their revenue. Some other things that have become popular of late. um, Hey, I want a family business. I've realized I've been in the corporate world my whole life. I don't know if I want my kids to follow in my footsteps. So maybe I can do something on the side that my kids can get involved in and ultimately becomes the family legacy. Uh, So that also has been coming up and it's great to see that people are thinking, beyond the box and also giving their kids a little bit of flexibility to uh, to move uh, into the entrepreneurial world.
0: Uh, yeah, into- you know it's funny you say that because I hadn't really thought about that that part of all of this and you're you're absolutely right. Um, at the IFA convention a couple of months ago the president of McDonald's was one of the, the the speakers and he said that he said that franchising is the on-ramp to entrepreneurism and generational wealth creation. And so you're, I, I think what you hit on there is a, you know, wasn't even a thought of mine for, for talking today, but I think you're, I, I think you're really, really spot on. Um, I, 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 your thoughts too, since you've been, you've been in this a lot of years, I've been in this a lot of years. I used to always get, well, not always, but I used to frequently get the question, well, can I do this part time for a while and, and not let go of my job? And, I don't know what percentage of franchises don't allow that, but most franchise franchises I run into as a consultant are often saying, well, you can go semi absentee or you could go passive, but you got to do it for two years first. you know. so um so are you are you seeing uh, you know are are you seeing any of any of that going on where um, uh, where where you're you're hearing about, hey, I'd love to do something part-time and then maybe it turns into full time?
1: And, and essentially, essentially, that's it. I think people, once they go through our process, look, Naturals to Go is, is the largest healthy vending business uh, uh, in the industry. You know, my role is to help people start and grow a vending machine business. But the beauty about it is that you can run this business as a side hustle or full time and everywhere in between. And we appeal to every type of background. We've got college students that do this all the way to retirees. We've got husband-wife teams. We've got mother-daughter teams. So the business model appeals to everyone and anyone. And because of that, people can come in and run it on the side. Now that comes with, as you would imagine, its own set of dynamics. If you're gonna run this as a side hustle, what does it need to be? You can't have employees. You need a minimal amount of time to invest in it. And you need to be able to just open up the proverbial box, take out the manual, plug it in and let it go. And that's essentially what our business model allows for people to do. Then they can opt to scale it with at the pace that they want to the size that they want. Because with this, isn't it just about a vending business? You know, we're providing them with all the training, the coaching, the marketing, the mentoring and the on-site locating of all their machines. So when when somebody says I can do I want maybe can I do this part time? Of course you can, because all the heavy lifting is done and all the thinking has already been done and optimized. All you have to do is put that all together, follow the proven system, put it into place from the beginning and the business runs. So from a
0: broader from a broader standpoint, when j- just the the side hustle, the 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 added the added revenue or the added income coming in, what do you think people should? What do you think their backgrounds should or or their skill sets more so than their backgrounds? Because I know you know, like you already said, people come from from all all different backgrounds. But what kind of skill sets? Uh, you know, again, you've been in franchising for a long time, been in business for a long time. What kind of skill sets? do you think entrepreneurs of today should, should have? And, and maybe for those that don't have it, they should, you know, really try to keep their day job. So
1: skill sets, transferable skills, what, what kinds of things do you think they should really have? That's it. That's a great question. And look, you and I have seen every business model that exists in the industry and some is applicable. I'm not not that old. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, by the way, I'm not either. But the point is, as we know, the mantra follow the system and you'll be successful. The extent of that success is all dependent upon you, what you bring to the table, and how you employ that uh, at the end of the day. That's a success. So for me, and and in my industry in, in vending, but I'll, let's keep it broad for a second it is really somebody who can follow a system that buys into the fact that there's a lot of time and energy that has gone on into perfecting that system. So if you follow it, you're going to be successful. If for whatever reason, you have your own ideas, your thoughts, I'm going to do this thing differently. Hey, maybe getting into this type of world, the world of franchising and business opportunities is not for you. Now that's the first thing. So I, okay, I can follow the system. I'm told, well, what else can you do? Well, How about the ability to connect with people, to be a good listener, to ask good questions, um, to be nimble, to react. But I would say all of that flows into taking pride in owning your business. This is your business. You might have a brand behind you, but at the end of the day, you represent that brand every single day, which means you need to have a sense of pride. And with that comes diligence. Yep. Makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And on the diligence thing, I'm, I'm wondering, particularly if it's a, a, a side gig, at least to start, uh, how about that, that, you know, the project management, I hate to say time management, but almost more, more pr- project management, the ability to put the put the effort in, but know where to put it in and how to put it in. Uh, any thoughts on on kind of that juggling uh, the, the day job with the with the side hustle? What, yeah. what have you guys seen?
1: And that's a, and that's the key. It's a good, it's a really good point Don. because anyone can say I'm open for a side hustle, but, but in order to do so, not only do you have to be well organized and the ability to manage multiple projects at a single time, but you also have to have faith in the system that you're investing in. Um, because a lot of that can't fall upon you to do, because if it does, You're going to you're going to be stretched very thin and you better be able to build flexibility in your day or you're going to have to be planning on working those off hours and possibly weekends in order to make your side hustle work. So that's key. making sure that there is an infrastructure that you can tap into to make your job easier.
0: And I love the word nimble because I always thought that early, early on, when e- even in a franchise, but I, I thought early on in my case, I remember a couple of scenarios where something happened, and if that had happened to me, k- kind of in a similar scenario in my corporate days, I'd have gone off in a corner and cried, or I'd, I'd have gone and picked up the phone, a few phone calls, and whined to somebody, you know, not w i n e, whined, but um, whinged. <laughs> oh. you know, brilliant friends called whinging. Um, But it was, uh, you know, and I could have gotten away with that. Nobody ever would have known the difference and it wouldn't hurt my business. Yeah. I'm dealing with hundreds of millions of dollars. Wouldn't have made a difference, but in this scenario, boy, does that make a difference? And you, you have to be able to adjust, react, be flexible, be nimble. I I love the word nimble because that I think that really applies.
1: Yeah. And that's, and that essentially is the essence of our business, the nimbleness, because if you, if you look at an overall marketplace, let's say vending, you know, let's face it. Everybody has either used a vending machine or is at least walked by a vending machine at least <laughs> once in their life, if not dozens. But yeah. what you don't realize is, man, somebody owns one of those machines and probably That's many right. more like it. That's I right. wonder if they're making money. Well, the answer is yes, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. my, my point is, is that the machine itself is fine to have, but the naturals to go owner operator is taught that um, not just having a machine sitting there vending product, but giving people what they want when they want it is going to be the key to success at the end of the day. So what, what does that mean? It means having a smart, intelligent, elegant machine that's clean, functioning, but filled with what people want. Yep. It's not about the old adage that you use with your kids. You get what you get and you don't get upset. <laughs> we know it doesn't work on kids. Well, guess what? If I'm hungry or thirsty, that's not going to work for me. If in that machine is something that I don't want. Uh, yeah. I'm a failure.
0: Yep. And I, I love what natural Degos. You're, you're spot on. You're addressing the market need. The, the, um, the 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 marketplace, the industry, I think, is is really transitioning, working hard to try to give people healthy choices, and and um, and like you said, not just be stuck with the the bag of chips or the you know or the uh, pop or the soda, depending on where you're from, um, you know, and and the uh, you know what I would call more the the less healthy uh, choices. I Don't I, I put I yeah yeah, and I put a, I put a post on Facebook about I was just at the doctor's and. And they they it was a new brand new facility, brand new doctor's office. So, but the scale, you know, they always weigh you when you go in there. The scale, you know, I thought it was like an animal scale. It was like an industrial scale. It was in the floor, <laughs> and it was huge. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is what I posted on Facebook: uh, Is America truly becoming that overweight? that the doctor's offices have to have uh, uh, the equivalent of a, of a, of a large animal scale. <laughs> it's and, like um, those
1: scales from the county fair.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: A giant wheel. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And, and so, um, so the, the need is there and the want is there, you know, not just, you know, sometimes market companies put out what's needed, but if the, if the marketplace doesn't want it, you know, it doesn't work. But I think in the, from the healthy food, there's lots and lots of peace, people now transitioning into wanting better health. Again, same thing. You know, it's a pandemic thing. Honestly, I think uh, people after the pandemic started to really recognize there's more to life than the eight to five job, and so yeah. they're looking to get healthier and they're looking to live longer. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, I love that you guys that you guys do that, and and and, um, and
1: Don, hats off to employers these days because remember that's the audience that my in-house locating team is talking to on a daily basis they're the ones that are acknowledging i need to offer healthy alternatives to my employees customers and or guests so 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 that starts the process so if we didn't have this wave over america for people to say, you know what we need to do it. If I can take, if I can make it easier for the people that come to my location, good for me. I'm doing right by my employees, customers, or guests.
0: Yep. Yep. I'm amazed. My wife works for a a fortune 50 company. It's a national uh, um, uh, health uh, insurance company. And at the end of the day, they actually give her incentives. You know, if you get it, if you if you get a physical every year, if you do this, if you do, you know, you have a gym membership or whatever, they actually she gets either discounts off her insurance or she gets um, um, Amazon cards or she just gets benefits that, that actually have added up to a lot of money uh, over the course of time. And I, And I love what you're saying. Your placements now can align with companies values to taking care of their employees. Exactly. Yeah, exactly that's awesome. Right. So, so tell me just a little bit more than um, uh, about how Naturals to Go really is now addressing this. Uh, I mean, you've hit on a number of different things, but h- how is Naturals to Go really addressing this? This um, t- uh, build wealth through additional income streams, uh, the ability to to uh, go from maybe something part time into full time. So, so go ahead and give us a little more specifics on sure. on how that. How that actually works
1: for you guys. Sure. Well, well, the the, the beauty here is uh, as I sort of alluded to earlier on, is that you can come into this business however you want. So uh we we allow people to invest in machine packages that go from four machines up to 25. So if you think about it, four to nine machines is your side hustle, 10 to 19, you're sort of working part-time now. And then when you go 20 to 25 it's a full-time job we so again that stands it so in we allow people to think about what they want this business to be at the outset and we allow them to enter that way and then because like i said it's a fully proven turnkey model that provides everything in the very beginning so the training the coaching the marketing mentoring the locating of their machines, they're now free to think about their business longer term because that stuff is there. And let's face it, again, this is vending, right? It is a simple business model. In fact, the machine is probably the best employee you can have, right? <laughs> is it's it, a great it semi-absentee business. Your employees, your machines want to work. There are no days off, no sick days, no vacations, no performance reviews, nothing. All you do is monitor them from afar. Some might say spying. No, those machines are hooked up to your phone. So you watch them make you money all day long. And then you know exactly what you need when you need it. And then you service your customers. So you I'm glad come- you
0: mentioned that because, you know, yeah. as a as a broker, I I when people come to me and, and they're asking about businesses or they'll say, hey, I'm looking at X, Y, Z. What do you think about it? One of the probably two or three things I always mention is technology. I, I really feel if a company is not built in uh, technology into their model, that old commercial General Motors commercial, you know, this isn't your grandfather's Oldsmobile. I, I honestly believe you're buying an old model. You're paying today's prices for an old model when, when companies don't integrate technology. So I love it that, that your, your franchisees can, can you know, run their business from their mobile device. I think that's awesome.
1: It is, it is spectacular. Plus, it also facilitates you know, all forms of payments. You got your traditional, which some machines out there still have cash only, but mm-hmm. now, you know, I see people popping their phones yeah. on their or their yeah, Apple watches yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and paying for their 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 uh, treats, uh, etc, which is great to see. then on the back end, you know there's business analytics software that's that's synced up to that. So not only are people monitoring the performance of the machines, but those who come to the table with a sophisticated background and then those that don't learn it through our training can now, monitor business seasonality and throughout the year and then start to make predictions and forecast and be able to shop smarter and better because of all the information at their fingertips. It's great. So how many, I mean,
0: realistically, how many hours, you know, if somebody wants to try this, how many hours should they genuinely plan on, on adding, you know, adding to their normal weekly routines?
1: That's, that is really a great question. And two of the things that people come to me all the time with, as we talk about this, is where am I going to put these machines and how much time is this going to take me? So the latter, um, what we have found across our entire system, that once you optimize your system, your personal system, based on all the learnings that we give you, you need to dedicate about an hour per week per machine.
0: Okay. Oh, and that's you're good awesome. to go.
1: And that's all in. That's everything from the monitoring, shopping, packing, servicing, all uh, in an awesome. hour a week per machine.
0: Yeah. And if somebody can't find or make, uh, you know, three to five hours a week, uh, then again, then they shouldn't even think about doing this at all.
1: Right. It's right. And that's what I'm saying. It depends on how you choose to come in. And we, we you know, we have that, honest conversation on the front end. What do you think you have time-wise? Okay, you were thinking this many machines? Let's start to talk more of what fits in. If exactly. somebody all of a sudden says, I've got about 15 or 20 hours, that changes the conversation. That side hustle can actually be something more meaningful that's and exactly. more impactful financially. To right. the and
0: you walk them through, you know, when someone comes to you or or when we introduce someone to you guys, that that's the that's the conversation. That's the dialogue, right?
1: That is exactly that is exactly the process. We actually give them uh, an hour webinar to watch that gives a complete overview of the company and the business model. After that meeting or after that viewing that webinar, we sit down for an hour, we recap all those elements, mm-hmm. um, answer questions. But right after that, in that person's hands, I put every single bit of information. About our company, in yeah. their hands, information on every single part of our program, um, uh, everything that they, even our terms and conditions from day one, they have full full disclosure into their relationship with us and our relationship with them. So they are fully educated. And I tell my decisions. audience
0: again, if you don't have the hours to invest in looking at this opportunity or any opportunity, but but with someone like Matt, if you don't invest the hours here, then again, you don't have the time or you're not willing to make the time uh, after you would purchase a, a, a business or an opportunity. So, well, that's awesome, Matt. Um, one last thing I always ask people, is there anything that I haven't asked you about? Um, anything in general about all, about the the market dynamics about naturals to go but is there anything else that you'd want to share you know just to be sure that the audience heard this you know before we wrapped up
1: um i thank you for giving me that opportunity you know of course i've there's a couple of more uh, uh sound bites i'd love to get out there but one thing to remember is you know and the franchise community is is interesting it really is one big family for us in particular, I take pride in the fact that our operators are just one big, cohesive community. Um, They form relationships with one another, uh, particularly the ones that that are local. The operators together, they cover each other when they go on vacations. They share best practices and troubleshooting tips and pricing and product ideas in our vibrant Naturals to Go operator community on Facebook. Um, It's just a a spectacular community. Truly, as an operator, you come into this business, although you don't have employees, you're operating by yourself pretty much, you've got somebody to turn to at any given time, whether it's in the company, via your coach, or your mentor, or via the operator community itself. And and I would say to a, a potential owner, And actually the the consultant broker community as well. You just have to remember with us, there's no royalties, no franchise fees, no overhead, no employees needed, uh, no office space needed. Um, You get lifetime coaching, lifetime training, lifetime mentoring, uh, and also lifetime locating services. So for that person that truly is thinking about this as a side hustle, they don't have to think or worry about anything. The person that's doing this full time, you don't have to think and worry about anything either. <laughs> We're here. We're and, here. And for I would you. tell they my audience
0: happen. that this is, you know, the the this type of a community. You, I, I've talked to our our clients, our customers from time to time, and they kind of assume that's there for every brand. And I will tell my audience, you know, in fact, the name of the show is Franchise Pitfalls and Profits. You will. This is a pitfall you will assume is there, but it's not always there. This is a great point to ask when you go on validation uh, calls uh, yes. to current owners. So, hey, Matt, it's been awesome. Thanks for your insight. Thanks for your wisdom. I loved the the pride uh, that people need to take in. I love how you guys are, are meeting the market dynamics of side hustle, second income, whatever people are looking at, as well as a path to entrepreneurism that could be a full-time business if somebody wanted it. So, uh, so thanks for your time, Matt. We appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me anytime.
1: Great to talk to you.